This is why we have the best times in the world. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Lucia. And this is our 204th episode of Talk Direction. And we are coming to the end of a year. Wow. Another year of Talk Direction. It's amazing. Another year over. So sad. Um, so as per usual, we're going to be doing a top 10 countdown of the biggest things that happened in 2019, One Direction and Solo Direction world. Um, and we're also just going to start off by talking about kind of our year in review and any hopes and dreams we have for next year. Um, so look forward to that. Uh, but before we hop into all of that, I wanted to remind everyone that we have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash talk direction. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash talk direction, um, where you can support us monetarily um, over there. Uh, it's like a subscription-based uh, website, if you haven't heard of it, where you pay something every month. It can be as low as $1 up to $10, um, and you get a whole bunch of bonus content. Um, our most popular thing over there is Talk Direction Download, which is an extra half-hour episode of Talk Direction. Um, after every single episode, we record for another half hour at least. Often it goes more. Um, and we just do a whole bunch of fun bonus content over there. We've been talking about Christmas stuff, playing like Christmas Mad Libs, doing games. We do a book fanfic book club over there. Um, and we also just talk about maybe things that we wouldn't necessarily talk about on the show. Um, so if you're interested in any of that, go head over to our Patreon and we love all of our supporters over there. It's a really nice close community. So thank you for everyone who's been um, supporting us over the past couple years on our Patreon. Um, so do you have any like personal things about 2019, like personal things you're proud of that you accomplished this year? Um, like looking back, anything like that sort of like reviewing your year um yeah all I can think about right now is is the Trump impeachment because <laughs> it literally just happened minutes ago mm-hmm. um, I said to Lucia can we take like another 10 minutes before we record because <laughs> I want to see Trump get impeached <laughs> it um doesn't mean that he'll be taken out of office there's going to be like a trial it'll start in January and I'm sure it'll be a whole another long time of stress yes but it's still very exciting it and is important. very exciting um so i mean if that uh, that's a good way to end the year that is a good I way to end so the year. finally some sort of action on that front yeah i mean <sighs> it's hard it's been like it's four hard. years of waiting for this moment yeah it's hard to follow because it just makes you so crazy like how yeah. Oh, is yeah. this actually the real world we live in? I know. Um, but this isn't a political podcast, so um, that's all I'll say on that. <laughs> Personally, I mean, I did a huge move. Um, mm-hmm. I moved from Oakland to Portland, Oregon, 
and I have lived in the Bay Area my entire life. Um, I've been in Portland now for seven months, <clears throat> and it's like the longest I've been away from home. I still call it home, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> California, but it's the longest I've been away ever in my life. So I guess it's more of a milestone than an accomplishment, but I also mm-hmm. feel like it's an accomplishment that I actually did it. Yeah. It's scary. And change is hard for me. Um, for sure. And it was a pretty big deal. So, I mean, that's probably the main thing yeah. that I, like, did this year. Yeah. Um, I always try to think about, like, what's the what's the thing I'll remember about this year looking back? Mm-hmm. Definitely for you, that move was a mm-hmm. huge thing. Yeah. It's just such an, an adjustment to, un, like, uproot your life and go somewhere else and start again. Um, mm-hmm. And you've done it with grace. <laughs> Thank you. Um, for me, I think I'm going to remember applying to medical school and getting oh, into God, medical yeah. school yeah. and taking the MCAT. That's what this whole year has been focused on. Now talking about the MCAT, it seems like so long ago that I it was really like, does. whatever, but I took it in April. So yeah, wasn't that far away. Um, I feel like you're preparing for that ever since I've known you. <laughs> I I literally have been preparing for the MCAT for like three years so or longer um, because I've known I wanted to be a doctor since I was like a little girl and then like truly really like in high school and then it's just been a long journey Um, and then finally getting accepted and like seeing all my hard work sort of pay off was really really nice Um, and I know there's a lot more hard work to come um, but I feel really proud of myself so that's should. that's what I'll remember from this year um, and also working for the first time like at an actual like not just like a summer job like a full job and being immersed in the working world has been really amazing and such a great experience and I really really love it and I'm gonna definitely miss working when I go back to school yeah um, it's just been so nice to like have colleagues and experience that sort of work dynamic relationship mm-hmm. um so that's also something I'm really reflecting back on this year yeah and then looking towards next year do you have hopes or dreams or anything that you think you're gonna do or whatever personal related yeah um I'm hopefully gonna make it through winter mm-hmm. um <laughs> the last <clears throat> I would say, I mean, definitely ever since I moved, it's been a struggle um, just being in a new place. But the yeah. last, I would say, month or so has been especially hard. And I've had a lot of, like, panic moments, a lot of, like, wanting to go back to California. Mm-hmm. But also, like, my house isn't there anymore. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh. <laughs> um, so part of me, like, doesn't know if I'm going to stay here or how long I'll stay here. But mm-hmm. I think regardless, I'm going to d- try and, like um, – like give it a fair chance um Mm -hmm. and just like really like live here and yeah um yeah just kind of continue with like my original plan of um just the stuff that I wanted to do when I moved here I think when I first moved I had a lot of ideas about what I wanted to do and then Mm -hmm. in reality it was kind of hard to execute them because of time and money and Mm -hmm. um all of that um, like I had a <clears throat> pretty bad like injury when I first <coughs> moved here um, for like a couple the falling months. down the stairs situation. I fell down my stairs. 
<laughs> and I just had like horrible carpal tunnel and plantar fasciitis flare-ups, um, like really, really bad. Mm-hmm. So that kind of delayed me. And then trying to build up a business from scratch is an endeavor. Um, so I haven't had like tons of free time. Um, but I'm hoping to like, <coughs> um, <coughs> yeah, just kind of um, not uh, not not live as if I'm going to leave here right. soon, even if I right. am. <laughs> Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. And honestly, there's like no shame in realizing that something's not right for you. And Mm -hmm. like, I feel like another, the Andrew Sims has been talking about that on his podcast. Like he bought a house in Chicago and he's kind of Mm -hmm. realized that that's not, he hates it. (laughs) Like he doesn't want to be there. And like Chicago or the house? Chicago. Oh wow. So he's going to move. And it's just like, there's no shame in realizing that what you thought yeah. you wanted isn't what you wanted. Like, I mean, yeah. I certainly experienced that when I moved to England for a year. Right. And had a really difficult time. Mm-hmm. Um, I know mine was like, I had a set ending, but right. you know, it's a journey and we're always figuring it out. Totally. It's hard because it's like, um, there's not uh, like a place that I know I want to be. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I can say like, um, like, oh, this place is definitely where I want to be. It's just a matter of having enough money or a matter of whatever. It's like, right. I don't know. Everywhere everywhere has its drawbacks, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I thought a lot about Southern California because I really just love California and I love being near the ocean. Um, it would be a little closer to my family. Um, but there's, like, a whole bunch of barriers to that as well and, like, mm-hmm. downsides and, like, traffic and (laughs) yeah um it'll be more expensive and all of that so Mm um i'm gonna like definitely try and stay here for uh, as long as i can and give Mm -hmm. it a fair chance that's a good idea yeah a fair play as the brits would say fair play to you (laughs) fair play (laughs) i don't know if that means the same thing (laughs) i don't think it does but (laughs) i figured i'd throw it in there (laughs) um for me looking forward to next year I think just like savoring my last like six or so months of working Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) preparing to go to medical school which is going to be a huge undertaking yeah um but I think I really want to be in a headspace where I'm not putting so much pressure on myself Mm -hmm. because in my undergrad I definitely did that because I mean I kind of had to because I wanted to go to medical school and the amount of stress I felt and the stress I felt with the MCAT it was a lot yeah Um, but my experience with the application process has actually been sort of the best I feel like it could be because Mm -hmm. I didn't say you have to get all your applications in at the very beginning you have to do this you have to be the best you have to do the like I just said Let's just take it week by week, do a couple of applications, spread it out, like relax a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's been such a healthier mindset for me. And like, I don't consider it procrastination just because I'm not overkilling myself and overworking myself. It's like, no, I didn't procrastinate. I did a little at a time and I did what was reasonable. Yeah. Um, And I think like, I forget that, that that's like Mm -hmm. a possibility too. So I just kind of hope that I know it'll be more intense in medical school, but I hope that I can sort of 
keep reframing uh like the work that I'm doing and understanding yeah. that you know I should be proud of what I'm doing and I don't have to you know work myself into the ground you know mm-hmm. that's definitely a good mindset to go in yeah. with so hopefully that is what will happen next year um I felt like that was really nice that conversation we had mm-hmm. everyone let us know if you guys have like hopes and dreams for next year or like things you're proud of or you know thoughtful about uh, if you're reflecting back on this year whatever it is send us because I feel like it's a it's a nice way to reflect yeah I also think last thought on this Mm -hmm. one of the other things that I want to like be aware of is like um giving myself credit and Mm -hmm. um not like being able to focus more on like the success that I have definitely Um, because I think like over the last few weeks I've just been having a really hard time because I've been like lonely and sad and just having a hard Mm -hmm. time with change and stuff and so I've been kind of focusing on like all the things that like haven't gone the way I wanted or like aren't perfect or like not even not perfect but like it's just things some things aren't the way I want them to be yeah um but there's a lot of things that I feel like are actually exactly how I pictured them to be Mm -hmm. and I like manifested them and they like actually came true and sometimes I just don't even notice like sometimes you just don't notice the good things but I was remembering like um like in March even I didn't know that I was gonna move here Mm -hmm. and I didn't know that um, my friend who currently lives with me was gonna move with me and we were actually we like just started to be friends in January Mm -hmm. of last year and I definitely remember thinking to myself like okay I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna like make um Antonia my best friend and she's gonna move to Portland with me um and that actually did happen yeah which is pretty crazy like that I was able to like find a new friend who's like cool and she actually moved here with me and like I did that um and just little things like my pumpkin patch visions right I like talked about having a pumpkin patch and I like grew one over Halloween and I like so just like little things that I Mm -hmm. feel like I like dreamt up and then like manifested and like enacted and like made happen Mm -hmm. and then sometimes you get in your head and like you just don't even notice or like you forget yeah and then I'm just like I'm lonely I don't have friends right and it's like hold on yeah look at the whole picture yeah exactly exactly and you run a killer podcast yes (laughs) (laughs) I said to my sister the other day, I was like, I really don't have friends where I live. Yeah. Uh, Like, I don't hang out with anyone, just my family, and I go to work, and I come home, and I'm, like, friends with my coworkers, but we don't go out anywhere. And my sister was like, Caitlin, that doesn't mean you don't have friends. You just got a letter in the mail from Germany the other day. (laughs) And our dad was like, who's writing to Caitlin from Germany? (laughs) And Rebecca was like, that's her friend in Germany. Like, they, they, they hung out multiple times. Yeah. So I'm just like reminded about this community and the friendships I've made here and like friendship over social media and friendship Mm -hmm. through fandom is so valid. Um, And I don't think people really understand it in the same way unless you're in it and you've experienced it. Yeah. It's like so comforting and it really like helps you just kind of like move along. Like um, we have like a group chat with some of our listeners and like that we've just like had for a long time and like even when Mm -hmm. I'm not like participating in it it's just nice to like Mm -hmm. see the messages pop up and just be like oh there they are and like 
Yeah. Yeah, I've gotten really nice. a couple of Christmas cards from some like people, friends I have through mm-hmm. the podcast, and that's like so cool and so nice. Yeah. And, yeah, it's a really com- a real comfort, especially when you're in times of transition like I am right now. Like obviously, mm-hmm. the podcast has like been there, like as like the steady. Mm-hmm. Um, like continuity yeah exactly yeah. and all the yeah. um yeah friends i have through the mm-hmm. fandom mm-hmm. namely me obviously yes <laughs> <laughs> it is it is great to be able to talk to like one of your friends for so long like every week and know mm-hmm. that like that's always there yeah so yeah um all right well this was heartwarming let us move on to our top 10 countdown so we're starting with 10 so it's going from I mean they're all the top 10 biggest things that happened this year but it's starting at 10 and then going down to number one which will be the biggest thing I wonder what it is Hmm. 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 this is the top 10 according to Caitlin (laughs) yeah according to Caitlin (laughs) I may have missed stuff I try my best plus like I ordered it the best I could taking into some of Lucia's feelings but mm-hmm. also mostly leaning into mine. But if it was this was truly my order, it would be different. But I tried it would to be, be all like Harry. It would, yes, it would be a, it would be different. But I tried to be as reasonable as I could. Okay, I appreciate that. So I was gonna send you pictures last night and be like, "Is this okay? What needs to be moved around?" And then mm-hmm. I saw thought, "Screw it, no, leaving it." No, as it is. looks great. Okay, great. So number ten is Liam's album release. Um, so Liam put out LP one. Um, there wasn't that much of a buildup. I feel like, um, there was zero buildup. It was like a big turnaround, like quick turnaround between like when he announced it and when it was released. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, so his album's out. We haven't reviewed it. Uh, we might be doing that in January. We will see. Let us know Um, if you want that because we want to do what you guys want. Yeah. Let us know. I've listened through it once, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, definitely am not ready to review it at this point but mm-hmm. that can be in the cards mm-hmm. um but yeah do you have anything about this I mean I think kind of similar to Zane's last album release there's a lot of kind of um, mystery around what went on behind the scenes as everyone knows um there was a very very little promo um by Liam himself or like anyone on his label or his team like just very mm-hmm. little kind of build up um and like very little fanfare like around the actual release and then there was um a little bit of controversy with some of the lyrics and um Liam kind of expressing himself that he has felt kind of confused about music so it's hard because we've we're waiting for this for so long um Liam's always talked about releasing an album unlike like someone like Louis who I think for a while was like unsure if he was going to release music um it kind of always seemed that that's what Liam was going to do so it's been a long time waiting but it feels a little bit um like it still hasn't fully happened yet (laughs) in some in some ways you know what I mean like I'm like is this the music Liam wanted to release I think that's still a little bit unclear because we haven't heard enough from him um about the actual songs and and all of that so um I'm glad we have it. I'm glad it happened. And um, I'll be interested to see where Liam's music career goes and what ends up happening with this album kind of going forward. Um, 
So yeah, I am yeah. curious to see what happens if he tours and yeah, yeah. Um, sorry if I wasn't completely in on that. I was texting people from work again. So I was trying to <laughs> no have worries. listen and text at the same time. There's like just some immediate stuff that needs to happen. So got it. Um, yeah, no worries. Yeah. And I know it's kind of late. So I didn't want my boss to be upset that I was texting at 10 at night. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So moving on to number nine. We have the Met Gala and Gucci collaborations. Um, As I was reflecting on the last year's top 10 countdown, I saw that we had done Gucci collaborations as one of the top 10 things. And Mm -hmm. under that, we said, and Harry's going to be hosting the Met Gala next year. Um, And of course, now it's happened. So I just I when I was sort of picking the top 10 things I was really reflecting back on not just the moments itself but the sort of build to the moment because Mm -hmm. fandom is about all the stuff that happens around the actual moment you know there's the predictions and the building and the excitement and you know all these things that happen that make the Met Gala hosting such an event that we're anticipating for months and months and we had been we got this information last year and we had been like trying to guess what he was gonna wear and you know just trying to figure everything out and it was such a anticipated event so it became even bigger um Mm -hmm. And my goodness, it didn't disappoint. We got Harry in lace with his tattoos and one pearl earring and like yes. oversized bow ties. And um, I've included pictures in the doc. So if you want to reflect back on those, go check them out on Patreon. Um, but yeah, it was it was a real moment. Uh, how do you feel reflecting back on this? Like now that we've gotten the next era does it was it sort of a wink to the next era this outfit how does the outfit hold up what are you thinking now that it's been a number of months yeah well it's really funny because I think based on the Met Gala outfit and a couple other things although I can't remember what they were I think Mm -hmm. I had been developing a vision of the album that very much was is not is not at all accurate (laughs) yeah and I forgot thought it was gonna be dark Yes. So I totally forgot about this until I like saw this doc and I was like, oh, yeah, I had this whole vision that it was going to be dark and like, you know, vampiric and like um, with the like the black and the lace and um, definitely the the album is definitely not that like at all. (laughs) I don't think there's one song on maybe like she could come a little bit close to the kind of aesthetic I was thinking of. Um, We were like, it'll be a it'll be a Halloween. Yeah. (laughs) Coming out in October. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So it's funny to look back and, and remember what you what you were yeah. um, coming up with in your in your head. Um, yeah, definitely. But I mean, the outfit still holds up. It's still oh, incredible it and um, amazing. Yeah. And maybe maybe for HS3, we'll get um, we'll get a, a vampire um album <laughs> <laughs> i'm hoping hs3 is like a love album like i want some mm, like like happy falling in love <laughs> happy songs yeah but a vampire one would work too yeah. it's like <laughs> it's just because all the 
the timelines it's like is someone in a relationship when they're writing or are they in a relationship when they're touring like right. how does it where does the timeline fall it's like you need to be in love to write the love song i feel like there's so many happy songs on hs2 oh definitely, definitely okay yeah, yeah, yeah oh for sure um but i don't I, I don't consider hs2 a breakup album despite what zane Lowe or whatever his name is said yeah no i don't think so but like there's not like i don't know there's love songs in that they're love songs because they're heartbreaking mm-hmm. i guess um mm. but, yeah um yeah i'm just still obsessed with these outfits yeah i want him to go to met gala again next year i hope he does mm. oh right because um, he could just go as a guest exactly yeah. and i would assume he would because unless he's touring at that time we oh, will see yeah. and then of course the nails did point to the album cover and everything so we were that's we true nailed it if you will <laughs> yes um yeah that one earring and it connects back to Aroda too all the one earrings yeah so yeah. that was it's cool how it really weaved its way through the year totally yeah all right moving on to number eight we have random other singles so <laughs> I really wanted to put like you know, all Louis single as a number, all Harry's, all Niles. But I figured that was kind of a like cheap way to do it, to be like, mm-hmm. oh, we'll put, you know, Kill My Mind and two of us and this all in one category. Because it's like, well, that's not really talking about the 10 biggest things. Mm-hmm. So I figured it would it was good to put all the other singles that the boys put out um, all together. And we could kind of reflect as a group. Um, so I have Kill My Mind. All the stuff we got from Louis Coca-Cola Festival, and since then we've gotten more, which was Defenseless, Habit, Too Young, Don't Let It Break, um, Niles, What a Time with uh, Julia Michaels, and the performance on The Late Late Show, which was yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, recently, we got Put a Little Love on Me from Niall, which we'll be discussing next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from Zane, we've gotten Trampoline, Rumors, Flames, which I haven't actually listened to flames but at all we did get it no i don't think so (laughs) i like didn't even (laughs) didn't even like i need to listen yeah um but are there any of these singles i've mentioned that you know struck you in a certain way or or now looking back on it um you have different feelings about or anything i feel like all of them um we got so much this year, like, looking back on it all, it's kind of crazy how much yeah. content we got. Despite it despite <laughs> it being the drought. Like. I know. I guess we're just insatiable. Um, yeah. <laughs> fandom. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, Kill My Mind was super exciting. I remember when that came out. Yeah. It was, like, a super exciting time because it was a new sound, and that song's just so fun. Um, the mm-hmm. Madrid festival that louis did um the coca cola festival that was so exciting to hear all those songs for the first time that felt like the first time i was really hearing louis songs like yeah even though we had gotten all of his singles like mm-hmm. it still felt very different like hearing him yeah. play like a bunch of songs that he had written like in a concert yeah. setting yeah and to see like the fan reaction and realize mm-hmm. like he- how much the fandom supports him and yeah. how I think just generally, and I think I mentioned this later, but like Louis's sort of starting of his solo career, um, he definitely was an underdog and mm-hmm. he is really 
nailing down his spot in mm-hmm. music. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> I think that I think seeing that festival kind of solidified that that he was gonna like do okay, yeah. be okay. Um, yeah. Like his a lot of his um, shows for his upcoming tour are like sold out. Um, yeah. I mean, he chose, like, smaller venues. I think that was obviously, like, the right thing to do. Right. Um, But still, it's, like, really – it's really great that he's Mm -hmm. having so much success Mm -hmm. because his fan base – I mean, all the boys' fan bases are very loyal, but Louis, I think, are exceptionally loyal to him and, and, like, passionate Mm -hmm. about him in a kind Mm -hmm. of different way um, than the other boys. And then, yeah, what a time I loved – um, a great song, Julia Michaels. We love obviously that performance they did. Um, on was it SNL? No, it was um, Late Late Show. Late Late Show. That's yeah. right, with the garden and like the purple pants and that <laughs> escape room part thing that they did. Yeah, was, that was great. <laughs> that was so fun. I love. That's still like one of my favorite performances. I think I'm gonna keep rewatching that because Me that's too. One, that's a rewatchable performance. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, um, put a little love on me. I'm obsessed with. We're gonna do like an actual whole episode about it next year, so mm-hmm. I'll save most of my thoughts on it till then. But um, definitely one of my favorite songs of the year. And then <coughs> all of Zayn's songs I've really, really enjoyed. Um, mm-hmm. I listen to Flames and Rumors quite a bit, but probably Trampoline's been my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Trampoline definitely stood out. Um, but I really like all of them. Um, yeah. And I'm just, like, really happy that he's still doing music. And, like, mm-hmm. he wants to, like, be quiet and stay um, in his own little world. But, like, put out little singles and little features. I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. As long okay. as he doesn't disappear completely. <laughs> um, and he was on the Aladdin soundtrack as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought I had put that. I guess I didn't. I thought yeah. of putting it. Well, it's like when you actually go through it, like, there's so many yeah little things that really happened. are yeah. but i think a lot of it's been concentrated into the second half of yeah, the year or definitely. even really the last quarter of the year <laughs> yeah most of the stuff happens i mean the first i mean yeah most of the next couple countdowns are all recent so mm-hmm. i don't know how much reflecting we'll be doing but <laughs> it's it was hard it was a heavy heavy bottom half of the year so mm-hmm. all right number seven Harry SNL double duty. This was amazing. We were mm. blessed. Harry hosted and performed, which is a really big thing. My sister mm-hmm. was like, even people who do do double duty, like they're usually people with a lot more act- acting experiences than Harry has had. Like he mm-hmm. was in, you know, Dunkirk, but he wasn't in anything. And my sister's like a big SNL person, so she like knows oh, she? everything about it. And she mm. said like that was such a feat for him to do both, oh, um, cool. especially like being so young and not having right. been like on the solo scene for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, but and this is when we got watermelon sugar and we got all those crazy skits that they did. Um, yes. The Sarah Lee one. <laughs> We had the dog one. I feel like those Sara Lee quotes are going to like stay forever. Like they really must get will. rid of toxic and community. I've seen that it's one just, going around. I see that like every day. So yeah. like... <laughs> we got the ballerina photos. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> just so many 
amazing things from that day. Also, my sister said that Harry's monologue was one of the best she's ever seen. And that usually they're like stunted and awkward. Mm. And his was like so smooth and he did such a good job. So, and I like really, yeah, I trust her judgment on that type of stuff. So have you seen the Ellen stuff yet? No, I haven't watched the Ellen stuff. I haven't watched the Lizzo cover. Like I haven't watched any of that, (laughs) but I'm like so ready to go do it after we finish recording. Yeah. I feel like I won't give you spoilers, but I feel like it just like solidifies so much how good of like an actor he is and how just comfortable he is and oh I'm excited I'm so excited okay um yeah what what are you thinking reflecting on SNL double duty will you be rewatching? oh for sure um I mean I think the Sara Lee skit is just like a blessing um to this earth and (laughs) I'm definitely gonna like rewatch that yeah uh when I need a laugh um watermelon sugar is like still one of my favorite songs and that was the first time we heard it right yeah and that was like also the build-up to that was such a big thing as well yes yeah it like come came out the same time that the Mm -hmm. yeah and then we didn't know this at the time but the version he did of lights up was like unique um to snl and i think that version is so cool and special um I like sent it to my my family because I knew they would appreciate it and like they did Mm -hmm. um and so uh I think I'll definitely like watch that um performance I'll go back and watch that that. glittery black jumpsuit oh Mm -hmm. my god it's everything I need that outfit I know wow (laughs) it's perfect for the holiday parties coming up yeah (laughs) so good um all right number six this i think this may have been lucia's number one (laughs) but it had to go in at number six for me um i put it in (laughs) it is erota the conspiracy of the century um again this was not just the music video it was the anticipation it was the fandom getting together it was all that build all the way from back in August when we got those first pictures. And we didn't even know that it connected to Arota. But mm-hmm. those first like pictures of Harry, you know, pulling the fishing net and the girl with the weird hair. And yeah. we got lights up, but we didn't get this other music video. And we were like, where is it? What is that? What music video is it? Right. Um, and then we had the whole conspiracy thing, which just completely blew up. And then finally, the actual music video, which I think knocked all of our socks off. Mm-hmm. Um, and just an amazing way to really, like, again, start off this era right. Not that it was the very start of the era, but sort of it became, came out before the album. So it is the beginning of the era. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he really made his mark. Yeah. Um, thoughts on Aroda? it's been only a couple weeks but <laughs> yeah it has it feels like it hasn't been that long and we've talked about it a lot yeah um but yeah caitlin knows me well because i feel like this could very easily be my number one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um it was just so fun and such a big thing to um pull off for them yeah um yeah so good yeah such a good anticipation Mm-hmm. Um, all right, number five, we have Nice to Meet Ya, the start of NH2. Yes. 
Um, Niall really killed it with this song. It makes me mm-hmm. so excited for his next album, especially now we've gotten Put a Little Love on Me. Mm-hmm. Um, the two of these sort of show two different sides of Niall. And the vocals are just like stepped up. The instrumental yeah. is stepped up. The sort of, um, I don't know, the detail is stepped up, mm-hmm. making it sound more live and more like... I don't know, not like cookie cutter. Not that his last album was cookie cutter at all, but just it's like take, he's taken it to another level Definitely. with these two songs in yeah. the songwriting and everything. Um, and I'm just so excited to see where he goes next. And Nice to Meet You, I think, was just an amazing start to the era. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope we get more jams like this. And it's not just like the one-offs, you know, slow hands of last album. I hope there's right. a number of these that like make me want to like jump out of my skin in the best me of too. ways. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts reflecting back on the beginning of Niall's era and nice to meet you? Well, this song was really exciting to get because I think it shows that uh, Niall is like just continuing to grow as like a songwriter and a musician. Mm-hmm. The song is like very experimental and different. Um, yeah. And he kind of talked about that in a couple interviews, how like he just is like, what you know, what's the point? Like just have fun and like experiment and like try different stuff. And so I love yeah. that he's embracing that. Um, and then Put a Little Love on Me obviously is like a different sound, but it's like so good. I love that song so much. Um, mm-hmm. And I think he really like, uh, I don't know if he – saw this from other people or just felt it himself but one of the kind of um not complete it is a, it was a complaint on his last album <laughs> was that a lot of the vocals and stuff were like heavily um produced because he mm-hmm. wanted it to have like a very clean perfect sound mm-hmm. um and i think we kind of prefer it to sound less that way and be more yeah. and the raw sounding and live too. sounding i like when mm-hmm. instruments sound more live and not like you don't need to keep redoing it so you don't hear like a hand moving on a fret like harry sticks all those hand noises on the frets in his music and right I'm like, yes i live for those moments yeah like, you know yeah niall said he would he like they, they did they literally edited like every piece of the last album because they wanted to sound perfect um which I think is like that's not like a bad thing, you know. That was what he was going for artistically, and, and I think that's what like pop pop usually is like that. It totally. is very like clean, like, and there's like a place for that, but that's just not my yeah. preference. Yeah, and Niall's taken it to like the extreme, and not only is he not, um, not only is he making it more of a live sound, but in "Put a Little Love on Me," he actually used his demo vocals yes. for that track, which is like the. Ex- the extreme of like what we want what we wanted so (laughs) yeah um i'm just so excited to hear this whole album and like you said i really do hope there's a couple more um like jam like dancey songs on it but um i'm pretty sure i'm gonna love it um yeah regardless of that and yeah i still have to figure out what show of his i'm going to because i haven't figured that out yet and i really really want to go to one of these Louis Capaldi shows. Yeah, you definitely should figure that out. Tell me the dates too. Is there any in July or no? No. So oh, the one no. that is in, um, there's one in Oakland and one in Inglewood that I could go mm-hmm. to, and those are both in May. Okay. Um, but it would be a journey. I'd have to either get a plane ticket or drive. Right. Um, which is a pretty big 
it's a pretty big thing to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> to just go see thing. an artist, like, just to get on yeah. a plane. Um, yeah. I, I don't think I'll come to New York anymore for him because I'm going to come to New York for, like, potentially a whole week in July, so. Yeah. I thought um, you were just telling me you weren't coming to New York for Harry. Oh, God, I no. Like, I would not do that. That's how you're telling me. In general, especially <laughs> not on the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> definitely coming to that. like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> But because I'm probably going to take, like, a, you know, week, 10-day-long mm-hmm. vacation to New York in yes. July, I probably can't afford to yeah. do it in May as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Which means I'll have to go see him in California, but I Damn, having when. a job, living in the real world. It's like me. I'm like, I, I got to save my days. I can't take them off. Like, I know. I go, oh, it's all very stressful. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Moving on to number four. I'm really pumping us through this, you guys. You are. Thank you. I'm. <laughs> I'm going. Um. I'm going back to San Francisco for the holidays, and I'm leaving on Friday. And I have about five days worth of stuff to do, and I only oh, have a day no. and a half to do it all in. So um, ah! that's why we're kind of making this a short recording. But I feel like this is better. We don't need to ramble on about things that have happened recently. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, all right number four is two of us um i feel like this was such a big thing because louis really stepped into his own here um i mean emotionally on another level um the fan projects i think again as i was saying like his team like completely stepped up the fan projects Mm -hmm. around the globe with the hitting clips and the global hotspots yeah were incredible um the whole richard video was incredible it felt like everything he'd been doing up until this point was like sort of that scattered here's a single here's a single here's a single and this was like i'm putting out an album eventually this is me you know stepping up and being like this is gonna lead to something Mm -hmm. um i have a team i'm you know promoting i'm doing this and putting my ducks in a row um yeah and yeah it was just it was a really big moment and um that's why it's number four what Mm -hmm. do you think of this looking back Lucia I just um I loved this so much this could also easily be my my, like number one I was gonna say yeah (laughs) (laughs) um I haven't listened to two of us that much lately because I've been in such a sad mood yeah um so I've not been trying to like delve too much into the um, you know you know mm-hmm. emotion, extra emotional stuff but gosh yeah when this came out I was so so into it um I love the song so much and everything around it was so nice um and like fun to experience um yeah and this is definitely going to be like this song I think will be a classic at least mm-hmm. for me personally um it's definitely one that I will um keep close to me for yeah. a long time probably forever yeah. and like I'll probably listen to it forever. Yeah. um, Because it's just like pretty special. It definitely is. How do you think? Oh, sorry. No, you go. I was going to say, especially with everything kind of surrounding it, like um, it was pretty intense. I mean, he had kind of written it, you know, I think all with, with, you know, his mom passing in mind um, and and his sister passed like literally like a week before. I don't actually remember Mm -hmm. the timeline because it was so (coughs) crazy, but it was something like a week before he performed it um mm-hmm. and you know she was really young and it was not 
Yeah. I mean, no one who dies that young is a normal death, but like mm-hmm. it was, you know, really sad and yeah. Um, which made the fact that he still did it um all the more powerful. Yeah. Um and effective. So for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um all right. Moving on to number three. Uh it is lights up. Yes. So this was the start of Harry's HS2 moment. Again, we got those paparazzi shots back in August and we kept waiting. So once we got those, we knew the era was starting. Um and we were just waiting for the album to be released mm-hmm. <laughs> and like or to get a music video or to get some sort of hint, get those three white squares. Um, and finally it happened and there was, you know, all the build up to the song being released and then he kind of just dropped it as yeah. per <laughs> what he likes to do. Uh-huh. Um, and we got the song and we got the music video all at once. Um, and I feel like we've had a rota, so we've been like sitting with that for a while, but mm-hmm. I'm just like remembering how incredible lights up was and like yeah. what a statement it made about this album Mm -hmm. and now that we've gotten the album how it sort of sits with the whole album we've listened to I mean this was him saying you know I have all these songs in my album but I'm going to start off with lights up which is about freedom and taking risks and identity Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I think now that we've gotten the album I hear so much of that and I think it was the perfect way to start the era Mm -hmm. um and I just I'm remembering I put in gifts of the music video I'm just remembering the incredibleness that was like this big like topless dance circle uh-huh. and also the sort of darker moments with Harry alone in like that green room scene and then like the motorcycles it was just such a beautiful video yeah. by itself but also it touched so many people in deep ways mm-hmm. um so I'm, I think this is a music video I will go back to and I think it really made an impact and it was the, it was such a good way to start the era. Yeah. What are you thinking now reflecting back on it? Well, currently I'm just thinking about how crazy it is, like having followed um, these people for mm-hmm. this length of time during this portion of like their lives and their like careers mm-hmm. um I think I've never really experienced something like this before I think other artists I've followed have already kind of been who they are I mean obviously mm-hmm. people everyone evolves and stuff but the difference from you know One Direction obviously they were teenagers when they started the band and like now they're solo artists selves mm-hmm. it's such an interesting thing to like watch unfold yeah um and like looking at um like Louie uh, doing like two of us and like this mm-hmm. video with Richard and like writing this song and being who he is now and like Harry doing what he is and doing this lights up video and like like ro- rolling around naked with these all these people and, like <laughs> wearing pearls and yeah it's oh, just- I love that pearl necklace he wears now I'm like I know I need a pearl necklace because <laughs> Harry has a pearl necklace he wore it on Ellen like the whole time oh, it's amazing it's and it, with his like casual like sweatshirt look yeah. it's just like the class with the comfort it's just what a <laughs> wicked combination it is <laughs> yeah it's just so interesting to like look back and like like on One Direction days, like when yeah. you would 
like watch videos of them or see them in concert and then like imagine like back then like seeing a glimpse of the future yeah. and like I don't know it's just pretty wild it's, and yeah it's, it's just cool it's cool to like have this experience and like follow these people um it in really this way. is it's really like like rewarding it's <laughs> like, so rewarding it's like a tv show that goes on multiple seasons but it's real yeah. life <laughs> yeah um I totally agree and I feel like it's one of those things where maybe back then we couldn't say exactly what they were going to be doing but it makes a lot of sense based on mm-hmm. who we knew they were that where they are now you know yeah, no one's it made any like wild were, left turns. Yeah, like the journey that they've been on makes sense. Totally. Um, and I'm glad we've been like a little part of that journey. Yeah. All right, moving on to number two. Number two is album and tour announcements as a big hole because <laughs> we were in the route. We were in the drought. We were in the lout. We were in the drought. <laughs> like it was like I felt like there was nothing going on. Now we've done yeah. this top 10 countdown and this like obvious stuff was happening, but like no like albums, no tours. It was like yeah. a year of waiting, a year of anticipation and then all at once in like the last quarter of the year we got mm-hmm. announcements for Niles album, Louis albums, Liam's album, Harry's album. We got two out of the four of those albums and the next two are coming early next year and yep. we got announcements for three out of the four of the boys. Yeah. And I feel like that whole experience, the excitement behind, you know, getting album announcements, getting covers of albums, mm-hmm. you know, hearing singles that are coming, music videos and then tour announcements and you know trying to book up with your friends what tour dates are we going to like mm-hmm. how are we going to make this work you know where are we going to see each other like oh we have to try to buy tickets early we have to get in line waiting around trying to make it happen not getting tickets yeah. and finally getting tickets it's just such an experience as a fan <laughs> that is. like people who aren't in fandom won't understand this dress of and yeah. honestly it's just the so emotional exciting. hell that <laughs> I personally have gone through when Harry has announced his tours. <laughs> Seriously. I don't know if anyone else can relate to me, but um, it's intense. It's a lot. It's and, so intense. Um, yeah, it's worth yeah. it, but man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely been a huge part of this year, um, in the second half yeah. of the year, for sure. Um, and I feel like next year we've got so much to look forward to in terms of set lists, mm-hmm. trying to predict what those will be, finding them out, getting to watch all those live concert footage, mm-hmm. um, opening acts and falling in love with their music. I mean, so many of the artists I listen to today, pretty much all of the artists were all opening acts from Niall and Harry's tour. Like my oh, biggest really? art- artists of the year were Casey Musgraves, Muna, um, Maren Morris, Julia Michaels, like right. I listen to them all the time. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited to get into other opening acts. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's such a, an amazing thing. And then of course, like going to the concerts, is going to be awesome and mm-hmm. seeing Lucia and meeting up with other people and mm-hmm. it's going to be a good time. Yeah. I'm so excited for all the tours. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, it's challenging that they're all on tour or the three of the three of them that are doing tours are all on mm-hmm. tour at the same time. Um, because I don't have endless money in time. <laughs> yeah. So like 
if Louis was the only one touring, I would go to many of his shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but Louis and Niall and Harry are all touring. Right. <laughs> and also I'm living in a place where my friends aren't at. So it's like also if I lived at home, I would go to more sh- more than one, more of their shows right. because lived at home. If I lived at home, that's what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel you though. <laughs> if I lived back in Oakland, it would be different because like my two friends live there who like go to the shows with me. Mm-hmm. and there's like they tour there around there more um like mm-hmm. nile isn't coming anywhere near the pacific northwest for example for right. this tour um but because i'm here i have to travel for a lot of them yeah. or if i want to go with friends they have to travel here so then it's also like brings in like this other emotional like conflict layer of like what friends you're gonna go where with and like mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a lot to like yeah, manage. Is, um, for sure. But An emotional undertaking. Yeah. So on on the one hand it's very exciting cuz it's like a lot of fun stuff to do, but on the other hand it's like maybe it would have been cool if it was spaced out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, who would have thought that in 2 months or 2 two and a half months, I don't know when Niall's album coming out. Mm-hmm. Like 3 months we were going to get four albums. Like that's just unheard of. It's insane. Like, who thought they'd all come at once? Not me. Literally all of One Direction except Zayn. I feel like he should have put an album out just to add to the <laughs> He chaos. might still. That's true. <laughs> you know, we got the last couple <laughs> weeks in December. And then That's true. Who knows? Who yeah. knows? And then tour-wise, it's going to be like a period of two, three months that I think I'll end up seeing all the boys. Because yeah. I wish that was spaced out more. Yeah, because I think it'll be... Well, if I do see Niall in California, it would be May. And then early July will be Harry. Mm-hmm. And then late July will be Louis. And wow. then early September will be Harry again. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's going to be a good year next year. Mm-hmm. Good year. I'll just, but, I'm really looking forward to like getting content every day because it's so exciting yeah. when we do get content. And, like, when people are touring, you get content every single day. So that's that's such, like, a nice thing to, like, wake you up in the morning and be like, what happened at the show last night? Or, like, I don't know. Yeah, just something to do. When people are touring or, like, on, like, a current album cycle, it's just, like, they're – you see them more. Like, they'll do, like, interviews and they're, like, you know, traveling to different places while on tour. So they'll, like, do, like, radio stops and, like, you just get a lot more. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Drum roll, please. Our number one biggest thing that happened in 2019 is the Fine Line album release. I bet none of you guessed that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This happened at the very end of the year, but it made a big Mm -hmm. splash. And as I've been saying the whole time, It's not just the day of the album. It's the whole anticipation. It's the promotion. It's the interviews we've gotten. Rolling Stone, Apple Music, hosting the Late Late Show. We've got Ellen. We've got BBC Live Lounge. Mm -hmm. It's it encompasses all that. And of course, we have the album and the music and like that physical thing to listen to. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's it's been such a journey. Um, And there's been so much buildup since last album and since tour ended um and now we actually have it and we can like just thrive in it thrive in the music and all the other stuff that surrounds the music 
Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm just, this is definitely the biggest thing that happened this year for me. Yeah. Um, Yeah. What are your thoughts on it, Lucia? Well, I still feel shocked that he put this album out in mid-December. Same. Um, This is a summer album through and through. (laughs) Yeah, that, it is totally a summer album. And then also just like so close to Christmas and like the end of the year. It's just like (laughs) really (laughs) unexpected. It's a lot. Really a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is obviously the biggest thing of the year. It's um, a 12-track album. It's amazing. There's, like, so much for us to delve into next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just really excited to, like, actually absorb the album. I still I feel like I haven't at all. Yeah. Like, I've done a couple listens, but um, there's so much that I haven't even, like, absorbed yet. Like, I haven't yeah. actually looked up the lyrics to, like, most of the songs. Right. And, like, um, you, like, will start seeing things so differently when you actually know the lyrics or read yes. them. And yeah. And, like, you, you might be like, oh, my God, I totally didn't realize that was the, what they said. Or, wow, yeah. that hits differently, like, actually totally. reading it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just really trying to, like, savor it and, yeah. like, absorb it at a kind of slow pace. Um, just to kind of stretch it out more and, like... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but this is very exciting. Yeah. And like the album, all the artwork, the album cover, um, like all the little pieces of mm-hmm. the whole experience. Different sides of Hopefully the Hopefully I'll actually get my album, my physical album someday. Yeah, I know. I, I haven't re- I haven't received any. I think no one has I, I haven't got even gotten a shipping notification yet. No. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I bought a t shirt too. Harold I've also bought the Arota t shirt. <laughs> like Where is I'm expecting stuff? a lot of stuff coming in. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so that was for sure the biggest thing, and I think it'll be such a big part of next year as well, both mm-hmm. the album and the tour. Yeah. Um, sort of looking forward to next year. Um, what are you looking forward to in the one D world? Pretty well, much everything we've said, right? Yeah, we kind of already talked about it all. Um, Niall and Louis' album, so freaking pumped for all the tours we're going <coughs> to go to. Hang out with Caitlin in person yes. at a Harry show. The culmination in New York City. will be the culmination of our friendship. <laughs> we're going to have to plan that trip like and like plan everything we're going to do in New York when we go. Yeah, for sure. Whew, it'll be um, good. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be so much fun. Um, and I don't know, maybe some, like, new Zane stuff since he's been yeah. kind of quiet. You know, maybe that's he'll very true. make some moves in 2020. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the tours. Mm-hmm. Niall and Louis' albums, 100%. I'm so ready for those. Mm-hmm. So excited for that. Um and really like seeing stuff live and especially Harry's tour and his set list is a big thing I'm excited for mm-hmm. and nervous about because I, I know we're not getting all of our babies live. I but. know some of our songs are going to be cut. <coughs> yeah. God, so sad. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's what I'm really looking forward to. Um, And then finally, what is one random 2021 D prediction that you have? Something that will come to fruition by random do you mean like quirky yeah i mean not like oh harry will tour or like something something like i don't know take Um, it how you will my prediction is that 
<laughs> I can think of a lot of funny ones that are a little <laughs> cheeky. Um, my prediction is that um, we're going to get a collab oh, from two do. of the boys. Together? Yes. <gasps> oh, my God. That would like, be so exciting. I don't know who, but like two of the boys will do a song together. Yes. Put that energy out there. Yes. I love it. I feel like mm, who would be most likely to do it? I mean, I feel like, honestly, I feel like Harry and Niall should do one. They totally should. Because I feel like it would work. Their voices would sound great together. I think they would. I feel like the most likely to do it would be Louis and Niall or Louis and Liam, though. Mm-hmm. Same. Louis and Niall. Because I think Same they, like, be. talk the most and yeah. have had, like, more of a work relationship, working relationship mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, my prediction will be that Harry will wear a dress on stage at some point <laughs> next year. What I kind really want to make that happen. I don't know. Like a little summer dress or like a gown. <laughs> Maybe a gown. Mm. I just, I'm really excited to see all the outfits he's going to wear on tour. So yeah. <laughs> I'm putting it, putting it out there that he should wear a dress at some yes, point. Yes, he should. That would be great. Oh, I oh, like oh, oh, I have another time. good one. Harry does drag. Oh, like full drag. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not on stage, but maybe he's part of the drag show UK or something where he like does drag. I feel like that's going to happen at some point soon. It could yeah. be just like for some sort of thing, but yeah, I would love it. Yeah, that would be fun. Definitely. All right. I hope all of our predictions come true. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, let us know what you thought about this episode. Let us know everything you hope for next year, your reflections back on this year, 1D related or personal journey you've been on. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for listening to episode 204 of Talk Direction. You can follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection.gmail at gmail.com. You can go to our Instagram, which is talkdirection. And you can follow us individually on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Caitlin I.R. Foster. And Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Lucia, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lucia O. Spelled L-U-C-C-I-A-O-H. And then if you want a whole bunch of bonus content or just to support us and help send us to concerts, you can go to <laughs> patreon.com slash talk direction. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash talk direction, um, where we do TDDL, talk direction, download that extra half hour episode. Um, and we've been talking a whole bunch about Christmas and Christmas games and fanfic book club and all the good random gossipy stuff as well in the 1D world is all over there. Um, you can also subscribe to this um, podcast on iTunes and leave us a review. We were looking up the other day, when's the last time we, we got a review? And we realized we haven't gotten any reviews this year. Mm-mm. So if you haven't let us, like, reviewed us on iTunes, go give us a review. Only if it's um, nice, though. Only if it's nice and help more people <laughs> discover the show. If you have a mean review, don't leave it. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. Um, you can also listen on SoundCloud there's an app for that and we're also available on any kind of like listening podcast app Mm -hmm. out there I'm Caitlin and I'm Lucia thank you so much for listening we will see you next time in 2020 see you next year episode 205 
Bye. Bye.